Late on a Wednesday night in April this year, the Sagwatch County Police Department in Colorado received a call reporting a dead body. Within hours, they executed a warrant to search the house. Inside, the detectives found a disturbing sight that would generate more questions than answers. In one of the bedrooms, a shrine had been made for the mummified remains of what appeared to be a woman. The woman's body was wrapped in a sleeping bag adorned with Christmas lights, while glitter makeup had been applied around her eyes, which were missing. The body was later identified to be that of Amy Carlson, the 45-year-old spiritual leader of Love Has Won, a religious group that offered to guide chosen ones toward a great awakening or new dimension. What strange beliefs contributed towards this bizarre scene at Amy Carlson's death? Betches Media presents Not Another True Crime Podcast. It's all fun and games until someone gets hurt. Strange beliefs indeed, you guys, because we are going to get into it on Not Another True Crime Podcast. I'm Sarah Levine. And I'm Danny Murphy. You know us as your partners in wine, crime, and time. And I guess this time in Christmas cheer, kind of. Like, it's weird because I feel like this should be the start of like a bad holiday movie, like holiday thriller movie. And you know, I don't really think there are any of those. So I feel like this could be a perfect Hallmark. Yeah. Hallmark and Oxygen Channel can really come right. together. And Some Deck the Halls. <laughs> Yeah, it's crazy. And I read this article and I was like, this is weird. But then apparently every person who follows us on Instagram and listens to the podcast has read it too, because they sent this to us. They wrapped us around us like Christmas lights. Oh my God. So many people DM'd it to us, which by the way, give us a follow at not another true crime. New handle. Guys, our stock is going up. We got like 7,000 new followers overnight. We're thriving. We have so, no don't we're know doing why, great. as Nora Jones would say, but we don't care. Just keep on following <laughs> Yeah. So that's been fun. And also please rate, review and subscribe, by the way, while while you're already on your phone doing stuff. (laughs) But yeah, I feel like so many people DM'd us about this that I was kind of like, okay, we have to do it. We put off our our recording and pushed it a week. By the way, next week, we will be talking about Son of Sam. Oh, yes. And and probably the Netflix docuseries if we get through it. (laughs) I don't want to overcommit myself. I know, but I do want to watch it. I know. But then I'm like, okay, what are the sons plural? I think that's what I'm going to have to find out. Ooh. As Nicki Minaj would say, all these bitches are my sons. So True. maybe it's, maybe she's in it. She has an announcement tonight so for a new song. Maybe it's the <laughs> she song. She has an announcement tonight? Yeah, she has a new single. I mean, it will already drop it now. I'm, hope, I'm sure it's amazing. Shout oh, out to the Barbs. Her. Proud of her. Good for her. So that's coming up on the docket. And as always, just DM us your requests. Um, it's really fun. And also DM us your trivia questions. We play trivia on the, almost every day on the story. And it's definitely better when you guys come up with questions. And, you know, I'm I'm running out of thoughts. It's a party. It's a party and a half. But you know what we have a lot of thoughts on? This case. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh. So I would say where to start. I, I will start with. Who was Amy Carlson? Now, there's not a lot of information about her because I feel like when you're just a person who starts a random fringe cult, you know, there's not that much. Not, not much. Not about so, especially when you just drop everything about your old life to <laughs> kind of kick it off. You, right. you lose some paperwork that helps identify you and et cetera. Right. Um, so most of this info is coming from like a Dr. Phil September 2020 episode that her family did. And I think the title of the episode was something like help my sister started a cult. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, and where do you go for help for that? Of course, Dr. Phil. Right. Totally. So according to Amy's mom, she was sweet growing up. She got good grades. She was a former manager at a McDonald's. I wonder if that's why the cult was called what it was called. Because ba 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 ba, I'm loving it. Uh, maybe I'm I was like, saying. maybe she was disillusioned by all the broken ice cream machine days. <laughs> oh, also, I mean, the first cult, the first, the first conspiracy theory in the world. Yes, that is my conspiracy theory. But somewhere things kind of took a turn. Amy was married three times by her early twenties, which is honestly extreme. And she also had three kids with three different dads, which whatever. But all by her early twenties, it's young. And her family says she kind of changed after her third child was born. She started bouncing around to different states, 
This and and at this time she starts calling herself Mother God. Which I'm all for a nickname and a self-imposed nickname. This one's a little more on the intense side. I'm gonna be honest. It's a little I more mean, real. Right. Yeah. Right. I know Ariana Grande said God is a woman, but I don't know if that's what she meant. <laughs> the remix is dropping. <laughs> oh, my God. And so Amy's mother said that Amy wasn't really very maternal um, and that she, the grandma, was, you know, taking care of the kids a lot. Which I suppose it'll come no surprise to hear that she ended up abandoning her three children about 15 years ago to start the cults. Love has won. Love Which I'm just getting like big love is blind energy. And now I feel bad. Ooh, love is blind. Love, love has won. I, I mean, probably cut to if this story uh, continues to grow, there will be a Netflix doc on it. And it will be very confusing when you're searching for some LIB when you get this. Oh, my God. Right. There's yeah. no Jessica here. No Jessica <clears throat> and Mark. No, I mean, me. I, a lot of people were in this cult. So there could have been a Jessica and a Mark. So let's talk a little bit about what is love has won what did what did love win <laughs> we don't know but it was founded by amy like 15 years ago in 06 so we're back in uh well, actually we're just two years after benifer ended for the first time but now they're back together that's a different thing it's a different cult it was a non-profit so they shockingly don't have to file tax returns see that's but, the ultimate grift is you just start a cult and then you get rich you just get rich because you're just like, I don't have to pay taxes. And you're yeah. like, oh, nothing nothing bad will ever happen. I definitely would have more money if I didn't have to pay taxes. That's I'll just that a fact. Much. Let me tell you something. Taxes has won, not me. Not everyone who pays taxes, but the taxes themselves won. And right. according to its uh, Facebook page, the group is, quote unquote, dedicated to raising the consciousness of the planet into unity consciousness through the power of our hearts connected with the united heart. Please note that our hearts and united heart are proper nouns for some reason. Yeah, so those are capitalized. It's very much like Cafe Gratitude in LA. I feel like, not that that's a cult, but if anyone's been there when you have to order like, I am straw, it's a lot of that. Wait, is that one? that Should we investigate it? Or like, no, it's just corny. Their food's really good, so I don't want to know, but <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just corny and overpriced vegan food. So it's probably just a little bit of that. Got it. Uh, so, and also from their now defunct website, <clears throat> this quote, Earth was a free will experiment to see what mothers, children, would choose absent of God. Humanity chose to be cancer upon their mother, taking rather than giving. God has come to get her planet back. And in this situation, Amy is God, by the way. Yeah, well, she's mother, right? Or I guess she's mother yeah, God. So I guess same. it's a, yeah, same. Yeah, how, how stupid same. am I? Mother God, yeah. Uh, they said that they offered quote unquote spiritual intuitive ascension sessions. No idea what that means. And just I, when I read it, I was like, I'm reading a word wrong, right? I re- read it three it's times. Like, it's just word salad. It's like woo woo word salad. Like, literally, and they also sold. Um, health products who the fuck knows what's were in those but yeah okay well so this stuff they have their big like money maker aside from just making their members give their money to amy <laughs> yeah. is um this company that was called gaia's whole healing essentials and i checked out like a cached version of its website because Ooh. the internet never forgets you can't erase anything nope. um so they would sell shit like crystals and stones something called magical colloidal elixirs ceremonial tools and then like cbd oils of course body butters like just all types of shit and i mean i was reading like one review of like someone who had been in the cult who said like the products actually were pretty good but like it was a cult which has yellow deli vibes i feel Mm -hmm. like that's got to be part of being a cult like you have to have something good to offer people exactly well it's not like um it's a cult it's more of an mlm but it's a similar thing where it's like what's that a beach body Oh, yeah. Somebody just posted in our group about like, Beachbody, not I mean, another true crime group on Facebook. Jordan, and they were like, yeah, the like the people are weird. It's all weird. But the workouts I love. So I just do the workouts and tap out. So it's like if you got yeah. the product. Yeah. So shout out to some products. But yeah, I mean, well, I actually did a workout by um, like it was in person. I mean, years ago, obviously, um, led by this trainer who um, I did not know is like the main the main beach body like spokesperson and i was sore for days like i could not walk for days that shit was so hard and do you remember when like p90x and insanity were big trends oh my god yeah like that's beach body damn okay 
<sighs> yeah. So, so anyway, I will say, you know, CBD oil, guys, it's a very oversaturated market. I think you can get your CBD oil from some nice, like, little sustainable small business and not a cult. Yeah. Or just some CBD stuff from Kristen Bell. Shout out to that still. Oh, yes. Happy dance. So, okay. Anyway, so according to this website, which, like I mentioned, is now defunct, their company was also a nonprofit charity somehow. And they said <clears throat> it functions as a spiritual organization dedicated to the healing of Mother Earth and humanity. They also said their products heal any and all diseases, ailments, energetic imbalances, and more as everything is vibration. That's a direct quote. It's the good vibration yeah, oh i'm shocked mark Wahlberg wasn't in those probably too busy and, yeah. <laughs> and so the, and also there was a gofundme for the organization which earned um almost seventy seven hundred dollars <laughs> which a lot and it said on their site quote all proceeds from this go directly to our special projects aiding and assisting in mother earth's healing which i don't know where it actually went yeah, don't know where. I don't think Mother uh, Mother Earth got that. I don't, yeah. I don't think Captain Planet got the Venmo from them. <laughs> right. They also used to have a merch store on Teespring, which I thought was very funny. <laughs> and finally, they've also had bake sales. Um, they sold items including Magic Peanut Butter Surprise Weed Cookies and Magic Cranberry Crumble. Okay, to be fully 100, a Magic Cranberry Crumble sounds good. I was, you got me at the peanut butter surprise weed cookies. Like now I know what the surprise is. Yeah, I get, that is true. I guess it does spoil that. What if like the third surprise was like MDMA? They're like, no, we told you weed was in it, but that's not the surprise. surprise. You're going to be, I don't think that's crossfading, but like there's got to be a term for it. <laughs> that's If that ever happens, you guys just go to the hospital. There's no term yeah. for that. <laughs> the term the is surprise is your medical bill. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So fake sales aside, let's get into some of these structures and some of these beliefs and some of these things that uh, <clears throat> kind of make this what it is. So as we said, Amy was known as Mother God, and she told her followers, unsurprisingly, that she could communicate with angels. Okay. Cure cancer. You lost me there. <laughs> and uh, angels, you know, I'm like, angels we have heard on high in Excel, she's Deo. You could say you heard an angel. It could have been a bird, but I'll let you have that. Curing cancer, I do not think Amy could do. And would, quote unquote, help guide chosen ones towards a great awakening or new dimension. Okay. Sort of just, a, I feel like that's the thing with cults. They got to diversify their things because all of this is just like, Every other cult. It's at, right. That's what I was thinking. I feel like I have a note later where this just sounds like Heaven's Gate. I mean, they <laughs> yeah. all are just like death is being on a spaceship and aliens. Like, you know, <laughs> you got to the market is saturated. Offer something new. Cults are like podcasts where everyone has one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. It's weird. Uh, yeah. And on the cult site, which we said is deleted, Carlson said that she was in her 534th reincarnation in her quote unquote quest to recover my beloved planet, the center of the universe and the first planet I created. So now this bitch is Kaylee Cuoco, the big bang theory. Yeah, literally <laughs> like, okay. Yeah. She said, okay, I kind of, I actually love this. She said in her past lives that she was both Jesus Christ and Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> Let me get you a girl who can do both. Honestly, and you know, for some people, Marilyn is Jesus. So happy birthday, it's Mr. True. President. You know, she I was mean, on I just have to like wonder what was happening to these people that they saw this and were like, yeah, this seems like someone I should trust. That's the thing. They're just like, okay, go on, go on. So you are Marilyn. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Makes no sense. But she tells the followers that she didn't have the ego programming most of all of us people do and has been in full consciousness for her whole life. That's the other thing. The founder is always like, I'm different than all. I'm better than all of you. Yeah. Cause you're a person. I kind of like, I'm jealous of the self-confidence. Yeah. I mean, I was thinking that like, I could never run my own cult. I'd be like, do you guys think I'm doing a good job? Like, no, but you tell me, right? Yeah. Like, Hey guys, like what's everyone saying about me? What's the vibe? Uh, and um, this is from a statement from the cult's uh, spokesperson in the Vice documentary, I believe that's what, where that came from. But Amy also said that Donald Trump was her father. What? And that she'd spoken to the spirit of a deceased, of deceased actor Robin Williams, who she claimed as Archangel uh, Zadical. 
There's this what? Call. None of that. And also my thing is how if Donald Trump is your father, how are you 534 years old? I mean, the man is old, but I do not think he was that old. None of that makes sense to me. No, no. You know, it does make sense to me, though, that this cult really picked up with what QAnon was putting down. Oh. And uh, kind I will of like, say like this is big QAnon shit. And I feel like I have a friend who like seems like she's flirting with the idea of QAnon and she's very into like new age, like spiritual shit and like vibrating on your frequencies and like not trusting the media and blah, blah, blah. So, I mean, that doesn't surprise me. No. Yeah. And also, cause like, I get so confused. I'm like, I love my phone on vibrate. I don't really know how to vibrate myself. I'm, and I don't know if that, I don't, I don't no, know. I, that... I do not know. No. Um, she said that the planet is ascending and you need to reconnect with the prime source creator. Me. Like she really got this sold on. Yeah. But all of her sentences kind of have different meanings, but like they're all focused on like her being the person they have to go to, but like literally different connections for all of it. So it's like she was like created the earth, but outlived the earth and was the Big Bang and was Marilyn Monroe and was Jesus and also was the child of Donald Trump. So really had a lot going on. Crazy. I don't I do not. I just do not get this. It's it's very it, it makes no sense. I mean, it also doesn't make sense that she could perform spiritual surgeries, is what she said, and to heal people with her hands. Very wicked the musical for anyone. <laughs> it's just like Helicanamanama. Uh the site read that Mother God is the only being who can successfully extract from your physical vessel every inorganic element that had been put there by the cabal to control your life and limit your experiences. To what serves their obscure agenda? Okay. Again, that is a sentence that I just said that out loud. Don't know a single fucking thing it is. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah. What, yeah. What, do, what, what, what does this mean? This is one cult that I would, I would never find myself in. No, I wouldn't fall. Because there are a few cults that when we describe them and talk about them, I was like, I could. Uh, yeah. You're like, seems. I, I, get, I get how they hooked people. Yeah. This one, not at all. The group's belief, kind of like what Sarah was touching to with her, her friend, they were influenced by New Age, <laughs> calling itself a spiritual organization. It describes itself as having roots in a Lemuria. Um, I was like, did I pronounce that right? It doesn't matter because it was a mythical, lost, a mythical continent lost continent. <laughs> whose followers today believed Lemurian descendants may still reside within uh, Mount Shasta, a city in California. I don't know. Makes no sense. I just really wonder like where this woman came up with this stuff because this is very involved. Can I tell you something? It's crazy, but also they, Harry Potter was crazy. Like, maybe she's just J.K. Rowling. Yeah, no, I'm I'm serious. Like it must have taken some time to like build this almost infrastructure. Yeah, she had to storyboard it. You know what I mean? She had to have like <laughs> yeah. what's the beginning, middle, and end. But I think the issue was that like she should have moved to like a studio apartment. She shouldn't have had a seven bedroom or in Yonkers where because all of her storyboards were in different rooms, I feel like, because none of them really connect to each other. So she'll just be like, wait, what's the premise? Okay, this. And then go into another room. Yeah, like, you're like, no, what's the premise? This. And then in the in the middle, like circled a million times is me. <laughs> yeah, she very much. Yeah, she, she loves herself. Yeah. Uh, here's some crazy number energy. Amy's followers believe she's been trying to save humanity for 19 billion years. That's, that's, that's a lot of years. <laughs> and will soon lead 144,000 chosen ones into a new mystical dimension. Okay, there's that number again, because Yellow Deli also, their magic thing was like 144,000 virgins. There's got to be a biblical significance to this number. I will, because 144, because isn't four, that's just a Jay-Z album, never mind. I was like, I don't know, that's 12 times 12. I was like, oh, okay. 14 times, what's 14 times 4, though? 14 times 4? I have no idea. 56? I was going to say there's 56 weeks in a year, there's 52. There's got to be a biblical, it's probably some, like, reference in, like, Whichever, whichever book of the Bible talks about the apocalypse, mm. Revelations. I don't know. I think. Yeah, so. let me jump in here. Sarah is correct. Hey, Ooh. that number one hundred and forty-four thousand appears three times in the Book of Revelation, 
Oh. And it says, do not harm the earth or the sea or the trees until we have sealed the servants of God on their forehands. And I heard the number of the sealed, 144,000 sealed away from every tribe of the sons of Israel. There's 12 tribes and there's 12,000 people from each of the tribes. There we go. Which ends up being 144,000. Oh, 12 times 12. There we wow. go. That makes sense, kind of. I mean, it makes sense why everyone's harping on it. <laughs> Also, can we LOL that in that it says, don't harm the earth, cut to what the entire world has been doing? <laughs> yeah. Oh, if you want your 144 people, fucking recycle. How about that? How about we have a yeah. middle ground? <laughs> and then, but yeah, exactly. So kind of like Heaven's Gate, she told the followers, they'd eventually leave earth. So you got God and all this stuff going on, but how they would leave earth is through a starship or portal into the ocean. So you got two ways. This is what you, I'm saying. I mean, you, you do have two tunnel. options. Choose your own adventure. Yeah. I think I'd go through the starship. What do you think? I think so too. You know why? Why? Because starships are meant are to meant fly. fly. Higher <laughs> <laughs> uh, than a motherfucker. Oh my gosh. I got Nikki in the brain. I always do. Oh man. I mean, I guess just because you think of heaven as in space kind of somehow, but like, I wonder what the connection is also with a lot of these cults having their death have to do with space. Yeah. So, okay, let's talk about some of the logistics. Um, Many of the members were recruited through Facebook and YouTube. The members would host these daily lives on Facebook slash YouTube where they promised to offer a, quote, superior alternative reality to, quote, those willing to prove their dedication through financial contributions. So it's basically just like, give us your money and you'll get into heaven. That sounds, you know, tracks, I guess. I guess. I also hate doing live, so I would not be well suited for this group <laughs> at all. You just be like, hey, we're just going to wait a little bit longer for everyone to tune in. We're just going to wait at for some all. people. Yeah, right. Like, hey, can I actually just put up an Insta story? Like, is that fine? <laughs> so then Carlson and the most devoted followers lived in a house together in Colorado. They did for a time live in Hawaii, but we'll get to that in a second. But first... On to the, if you can believe it, dark side of this group. (laughs) I mean, the thing is, I feel like, you know, if you're into spiritual stuff and like, I don't know, it it doesn't, it, it seems not something I would buy into, but like the whole group, I'm like, oh, you're selling body butter. And like, sure, that that's fine. It would have been probably fine, except, um, so Amy did not let anyone in the group drink or do drugs, but the kicker was that she actually had a big drinking problem and she was often fucked up. She tracks. Yeah. <laughs> Which also I feel like explains how some of this this verbiage in her on the website came to be because it is confusing. And she also apparently only would let people sleep for four hours a night. So like really just tapping into sleep deprivation as a methods of a method of control, which is bad well bad and according to one former member she would turn into a very angry drunk um and then a love has one spokesperson explained this to some outlet but i forgot which one by saying that she did drink alcohol because alcohol is a natural painkiller and amy doesn't want to like turn to pharmaceuticals which like okay I love to. This is the next time any of you guys get too drunk and your friends judge you to say it's a natural painkiller. I don't want to take an Advil. Okay. That's what I'm going to say. Oh, I just have a headache. Yeah, I have a headache. You're like, it's a 10 a.m. Zoom meeting. No, I need the mimosa. It's a painkiller. <laughs> it's like a Tylenol. Right. And also not surprisingly, just in the context of what this type of group is, uh, the members who went to live with Amy would have to leave their old lives behind. And... According to videos from one of the former members, which I watched, um, who I don't want to name, but I'll just describe what she said. Um, She said that Amy forced people to choose between her and their children. She said they would make everyone wake up at 5 a.m. So they would live stream at 6. I'm already out. Yeah, right. Which (laughs) meant they would only sleep for four hours. And also she said they weren't allowed to take naps. If you want to see the wrath of Mother God, wake me up at 5 a.m. <laughs> yeah, I'm I will good. Be, I will be. That would be apocalyptic. She also said that the altitude would fuck with people. Like they would, you know, get altitude sickness. And that was also used as a method of control. Um, 
And she also would just like completely go off on people and like belittle them. So let's listen to one clip of her talking to one of her followers. Do you think I know? Do you? I'm from God, bitch. Do you fucking think I know what's going on every fucking moment? You're a fucking whore. If you don't understand that I know what's going on. I feel like that was a common thing that I read. Like if you uh, if you like disobeyed her, she would call you like Lucifer, a whore and just all these types of things. Yeah, I feel like it's just she was just was like full on attacking and berating all of her people. But I guess that kind of is like when you're in a cult situation, that type of language and like like dominating over someone, I guess, just made them too afraid to leave because she she scared me in that clip. I mean, yeah, I f- that I feel like is a common, common manipulation tactic. And um, in this video that I watched, this former member said that, like, if you didn't do things, certain things that Amy wanted, she would call them Lucifer, a whore, like all types of names. God, that's just some crazy shit. Yeah. And then um, this member also said that, like, all of the money from selling the herbal supplements and, and other things that the group did would go to Amy. And she also spoke of missing donations. Hmm. And then, I mean, I watched a video from this other former member who accused her of illegally accumulating money through manipulations. So just like, I don't know, types of like sketchy, sketchy stuff. The, the the little loopholes, if you will. Yeah. The Amy the Amy loopholes. Yeah. This group has been in the news before this incident when uh the body was found. Um, not surprisingly, they've pretty much always basically been labeled a cult. Yeah, there was no beating around that bush. <laughs> yeah, like every time they would pop up in a new area, there would be local news articles of people who were worried and didn't want them there. Um And then last September, they ended up in the news when 14 members were forced to evacuate Hawaii. So the group posted up on Kauai where they basically just refused to abide by the mask guidelines, which not shockingly. Yeah. Why do I feel like there is a strong overlap between the Venn diagram of like new age spiritual people and anti-maskers? Like it is. They're just like, I have a crystal. It will be COVID. No, bitch. It won't. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, no, your essential oils. Now we bring MLMs into the mix. <laughs> oh, essential God. oils are not going to cure COVID. No. Yeah. So they also really pissed off the locals because they appropriated Hawaiian culture. For instance, Carlson claimed to be the Hawaiian god of fire. No, bad. So, yeah, they were not happy. I mean, <laughs> people were literally picketing outside of their rental there ended up being protests there were small fires and vandalism so law enforcement had to get involved and police escorted them off the island and the sheriff's office has received multiple complaints from people who say that the group is brainwashing people and taking their money which i feel tracks with what we've uh read so far oh without a doubt and because i know there are so many people who either like survived this group or like left it or have yeah. people who they're lost some people that went the group so like for their facebook page where they live stream there's also like anti-facebook pages of them kind of yes. trying to raise awareness to be like this is what the fuck they're doing and it's, cr- it's actually it's- crazy to me like because i just feel like there are so many cult like groups that operate that we don't even know about oh and every day i feel like you find out a new one and it's just like yeah. it, it's, i mean i would have never found out about this if it weren't for everybody sending us the short right up in the cut uh, exactly and now i'm like when i thought i was like oh this is just a maybe this is like a new cult i was like oh this shit's been here 50 my years days. yeah it's been around the block and uh but of course what the cut article was about and what kind of reignited or started people talking about this was that Amy was found dead. Her body was found by uh, Miguel Lamboy, a follower of Love Has One. He told investigators that he opened up his home to followers who needed a place to stay while he went to traveling. I guess it's kind of like if you're in the same cult, you can share a bed or uh, you can share a house. Uh, When he got back though, when he got back from his trip, he found Amy's body in a back bedroom 
it's just kind of like you can't even put your bags down and you got a dead body you're like you gotta get a body bag you're like this is just such a process especially after like traveling i mean i feel like yeah in a back bedroom it's like you you didn't discover it until you had to walk to the back of the house uh, right and that's like, gotta you, be jarring you're just gonna be like oh god what the fuck is happening yeah so he thinks that the group took the body from california to colorado to dump it in his home excellent because an suv also was found on his property and the seat was in positions consistent with transporting mummified remains Eesh. but i don't know what that means like does that just mean the seat was down i think it probably was like, like a vague a way of saying it yeah i guess so. i don't know whatever um, but the corn, uh, the coroner, uh, the county estimated that she was actually dead a few weeks or more than a few weeks by the time that she was discovered. And I mean, so I guess that does track with uh, some transportation. Bobby Barbara, what a name, by the way, <laughs> <laughs> that man is like a, a Bobby Barbara is like eating like clams in Tampa, Florida. And that's just what it is. So he's a, f- Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. So he, he, uh, was a love has one member and then uh, did a Facebook Live proclaiming she has not passed away. She's ascended. Her essence left her body. Which I love how much all of, like, they're keeping Facebook Live alive, I guess you could say. Uh, which is just, a, I guess, a weird stream. Like, they're just really, they're into streaming. Yeah. Her manner of death has not been released. But the sheriff said that there was no evidence of foul play and... Uh, she also was kind of said that like, cause she was a heavy drinker. She might not have been in good health. I know the cut article said that they thought that she had cancer and kind of was like going to Hawaii and all those things to try to like have like natural cures and stuff like that. So it could have been like a natural death. Potentially her family did speak to the daily beast following her death and had a few thoughts because if you forgot from the beginning of the episode, this was the family that she up and left when she was starting this cult out. Yikes. Yeah, her son Cole, not to be mistaken with Colt, her son Cole said that he had been expecting her death from for some time uh, with quote unquote, I know she was taking huge amounts of claudial silver. That Those like elixirs. Oh, duh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so that probably I wasn't think. helping her. Yeah, because they were selling the silver as a cure for the coronavirus. <laughs> as part of Gaia's whole healing essentials. But uh, not surprisingly, the FDA made them stop because uh, it would kill you and also would not help you fight COVID. Not that they're necessarily saying that, but we just want to let you guys know. Uh, yeah, it's just, uh, it's just, it's just don't. Yeah, don't. No elixir will help with this, guys. Uh, but pictures from this year also show her skin having a sickly blue tint, which would be consistent with her taking all of this uh collagen silver oh no that's kind of crazy you're taking so much silver that your skin is turning blue. that is not good also what is the benefit of taking silver nothing all that happens is i'm blue body now i died like that's literally Jeez. what's happening and i don't know what i don't even know like what mythical world would say that silver is a good thing to take for your body and where do they come up with that that it's going to cure covid yeah that's why well, I feel like I feel like every so many essential oils are like fake he- or new age health type things in the past year. I said, I had to help with COVID with no Eesh. foundation, with no foundation. I think um, her sister, Chelsea, also had some strong words for this cult. Uh, she said that my problem is that the cult didn't get her help. They let her die. The interesting thing with that is like she was the cult though, but you know, I, I understand what she means as the sister mourning the loss of her sister type of situation. Uh, her health also could have been the reason why they went to Hawaii as uh, she said she had cancer. Maybe they wanted to go there to like do a Hail Mary, just be in more natural stuff, uh, examine some things. The irony I don't think is lost on Sarah that her whole claim to the cult was that she could cure cancer. She said she could, and she said she could do it with her hands. <laughs> like, Look, how Ma, did no that hands. cognitive dissonance go down with everybody? That's true. 
I don't know. I wonder if she could say that she wasn't dying. She was just like re ascending. ascending. Oh, that too. That too. You're yeah, right. I feel like that's probably the good thing. So, but of course, Seth, this is not like you, you can't really, it, when the detectives come, you can't just be like, oh no, she's Marilyn Monroe. It's fine. They're like, no, there's a dead body here. Yeah. You can't just be like, oh no, she's ascending. We're no, good. You don't understand, sir. So seven adults who were at the house have been charged with abuse of a corpse. Uh, they're also facing child abuse charges because two children were inside the house. One, a 13-year-old girl, and one, a two-year-old boy. That's some fucking trauma. The kids are unharmed, but still, why are they there? Yeah. I mean, this actually is very sad to me because, like, watching some of the Dr. Phil clips, I just feel like this woman had a mental health crisis that went on unhelped for years. Right? That's, Yeah. Like, that was just totally the vibe I got. I feel like that's what her family thinks. Um, I also feel that is a very common situation with cult leaders, that they just have untreated issues that, I mean, obviously, that need medical attention. I mean, at least we know that she had an alcohol problem. I mean, yeah, she did love her uh, painkillers and et cetera, in the natural painkillers, if you will. I mean, I wonder what... I wonder what the significance of, like, the Christmas lights and the glitter was about. Well, glitter to me gives alien vibes. It does give like a space vibe. And I wonder if the Christmas lights, I wonder if they like plugged it into like Electra Charger to somewhere. I have no clue. Yeah. I mean, but that to me is a creepy thing. And also that they took her eyes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, they didn't, reports didn't explicitly say that, but they did say that her eyes were what? missing. Where'd they go then? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, listen, I don't know, but I don't want to like directly <laughs> oh, accuse anyone of anything. I'm sorry if you yeah I don't know I don't know who took the eyes what happened to eyes all we know is the eyes were not there but glitter was right right and and they were just in court so this could kind of heat up because they were doing court yesterday so I guess there maybe some new updates coming out next week but who knows yeah I don't know I mean we'll have to see this is a this is bizarre I mean it I feel like it does seem like she died of natural causes. Oh, yeah, definitely. I do feel like it's weird because the framing of all the headlines made it definitely seem like a murder, but I don't think it was. And I don't think investigators think that it was. No, it doesn't seem murdery to me at all because they would. I feel like why would you transport the body from California to Colorado if you were doing that? And also because no, they all like like that was their mother God. I feel like they wouldn't have done that. That's true. Yeah, I mean, weird. Very weird. You know, very creepy. No answers. Very creepy. I think the only thing that we can do to shake us from the creepiness and get the Christmas lights off is to have a little Jorge game. Yeah, very true. All right. What a weird case. What a weird story. Yeah. That shit is bananas. I'm like, everybody who requested that we do this, did you guys know what this entailed? Because <laughs> I don't think that you were prepared. We certainly were not prepared for oh. just how bizarre and like unsettling this all is. Yeah, it shook me, as the kids say. Well, let's all wash our palate this week with a little game of Christmas trivia. Oh, Slay What? (laughs) (laughs) So we're back to our old ways. This is going to be five questions, multiple choice of different Christmas facts. And are you guys Christmas fans? Do you love Christmas? Favorite holiday? I'm Jewish. So it's not in the top five. <laughs> You're like Arbor Day beats it. Uh, <laughs> I like the holiday season. I'm not like a big like, I don't know. I like Christmas like lights and music. So yeah, you can be a Christmas fan. Cool, cool, cool. All right. Well, let's put your knowledge to the test. Shit. Okay. Starting with what was the highest box office grossing Christmas movie of all time? Was it Home Alone? Dr. Seuss's The Grinch? Ooh. Love Actually <gasps> or Elf? Ooh. I like don't love Elf. Um, and this is adjusted for inflation, by the way. I should oh, make okay. that information. That's good to know. That kind of, okay. Um, I'm going to say Elf. That shit is on USA all the time. I feel like there has to be a reason for that. I'm going to say Home Alone. 
Danny is right. It was it. Home Alone. It's a good guess. You, you know how I guessed it? Because you said because you made the note about inflation. I was like, it has to be an old one then. Oh, uh, uh, you gamed the game, Danny. Well there done. There we go. Well done. So this was actually the highest grossing live action comedy film of all time and domestically what? until The Hangover Part 2 came out in 2011. <laughs> really? So it was hugely, hugely successful. And the budget was only $17 million. Only. Which wow. is, I mean, comparatively, Probably. you know, when we get movies nowadays, like the Marvel franchise that are made for like almost a billion that's true, dollars. That's true. Like, you know. Um, it actually stayed in theaters for a very long time when it came out. It came out in November um, 16th, so right before Thanksgiving in 1990. And it stayed there till February of the following years. So even after Christmas, people just couldn't get enough of the movie and were still going to the movies to watch it. So it was there for wow. 12 Damn. straight Damn. years. I mean, it's a good movie. I it's do a that. classic. It yeah. definitely is a good movie. It's so good. All right, next up. How many gifts in total are given in the 12 days of Christmas? Oh, here we go. So oh, like this math. So this one, we're going to do it. There's going to be no choices. You're just going to name a number. And to make it okay. fair, you're both going to DM me, just private message me the number. So you can't just copy each other's answer. And whoever I, is closest. Does it have win. to be mental math? Like, can I write it down? You can write it down. But remember, okay. it's like on the first day of Christmas, you get one. On the yeah, second yeah, yeah. day of Christmas, you get it's one. It's like a factorial. Oh, my God. Two. I don't think it's how it works. <laughs> so, okay. Oh, what? Oh, my God. Wait. So it's it's a pretty big number. And I'm going to give oh you God. 10 seconds. So you don't, oh, you can't actually do the math. Oh, <laughs> All right. Oh my starting God. Wait, okay. now. Wait, fuck. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay. What? Um, hold on. Hold okay, on, Danny, hold on. time has run out. We need an okay. answer. Okay, wait. Five, four, <laughs> three. I'm just adding. I didn't say there was five seconds left, Danny. Oh, I, <laughs> uh, 597. Danny is incorrect. <laughs> no. Sarah 78. Is also incorrect. Damn it. But the correct answer is 364. And. Wow, it actually was pretty close. And Danny, you did, you were closer. Boo, it's 14. fixed. <laughs> no, it's not. Wait, so how many? What? It's not just like you get three gifts on the third day and four on the fourth day? No, because well, it's get, like 12 calling birds. Right, so you get one on the first day, then you get yeah. one plus two on the second day, so you get three. Then on the third day, you get one plus two plus three, which oh. is six. Wait, how did, no, because... You just get those gifts. You don't get yesterday's gifts. Yeah, no, because on the fourth day of Christmas, you get all of them at the same time. Yeah. So at this the end of it all, you end up with 364 gifts. <laughs> so you end up with like, I don't know, a shit ton of swans and geese and wow, stuff. Wow, nobody wants that. This, is, this person's a bad gift giver. It's a gift for almost every day of the year. Except Christmas. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> this Maybe is made by a fuck boy. the hack. Yeah. So this song is actually pretty old. It's from uh, 1780, which I didn't know at all. 1780? Yeah. It was published in England at that time, but it's thought to be of French origin named Les Douze Jours de Noël. I nailed that. Ooh. You got it. And each of the days actually have some sort of religious significance. For example, the doves refers to the Bible, like the Old and New Testaments. The calling birds are the gospels. So each of the gifts are actually a biblical reference, which huh. is pretty interesting. I didn't know that. that. All right. So Danny is leading two to zero. I'm keeping Christ and Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The real St. Nicholas or Santa Claus was born in what modern day country? Was it... Oh, I think I know this. A, Germany. B, Israel. C, France. Or D, Turkey. I have no idea. <laughs> I mean, I was going to say Israel, but I'm like, isn't that Jesus? I don't know how it works. Where does Santa Claus come from? I'm going to do Germany. Okay, Germany. Do I want to say France or Turkey? 
Ah, France. We got a goose egg here. You're both incorrect. The correct answer was Turkey, Sarah. So you what? were very close. Oh, but why is his name Santa Claus then? I don't know. <laughs> That's a good question. Because isn't St. Nicholas, the history of St. Nicholas, isn't he from Germany? Uh, so I don't know. The information that I found Ooh, okay. was that the Turkey. real St. Nicholas was born sometime around 280 AD in Patara, oh. which is near Mira in modern day Turkey. Oh, you know what I, okay. Cause I think, isn't there a thing where there's a Santa Claus, but then there's a St. Nicholas, but then everyone just makes something. Cause it wasn't St. Nicholas. Like he was like, he stole gifts from Germany or something like that. Maybe that's the case. There's also um, the tale of Belschnickel popularized in the office. I, don't know I was going to say, isn't that the oh. office? Yeah. But that that's a real, <laughs> real figure as well. But the modern day Santa Claus is sort of modeled after this Turkish guy, who, according to legend, had extraordinary kindness and he would oh. give away all his wealth and he traveled the countryside helping the sick and the poverty stricken. Oh, oh, good for him. That's nice. A real stand up guy. Did, was he also uh, hefty or is that just an add on to Santa <laughs> later on? <laughs> Well, he was rich, and I guess that's back true. Then, oh, back yeah. then, if you were, yeah, if, if you were, if you were pale and fat, you were rich, right? So probably true. Yeah. Props to him. <laughs> All right, Danny is still leading two okay. to zero. Oh, sorry, you were so close with that one. Though. So close. <laughs> All right, next up, who was the composer of the incredibly popular ballet The Nutcracker? Mm-hmm. Fuck, I should know this. Was it A. Igor Stravinsky? B. Piotr Tchaikovsky, C. Sergei Rachmaninoff, or D. Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart. I am loving the accent. Yeah, and I'm loving. Well, the third one is interesting because it has crack in the last name, so it's like not cracker. <laughs> but I don't know if that should, if I should put my eggs in the basket for that reason. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um. Uh. I don't think it's Mozart. I think I'll just go with Tchaikovsky. He sounds like a good dude. Yeah, I was gonna. Was that A? I've, or B? I've heard. I mean, I know I've heard of him. I just don't know yeah. if he did the Nutcracker. I'm gonna like... go with A. Stravinsky. Yeah, Stravinsky. Sarah is on the board. Oh! Tchaikovsky is oh! correct. So uh, I used to actually go to the Nutcracker every single year. My dad would I've take seen me. It. Uh, we would watch it every year. I loved it when I was growing up. It was one of my favorites. Yeah. So this guy, Tchaikovsky, a very, very prolific Russian composer. He composed ballet, symphonies, operas, concertos. He did the Swan Lake as well. Very famous. <laughs> Love the 1812 Swan Lake. Overture, also very well known. Romeo and Juliet. He did a bunch of stuff. And apparently he oh. was quite an eccentric guy. Apparently a huge hypochondriac. Constantly worried about stuff. Same. He refused to drink <laughs> anything but bottled water, which was pretty crazy because back then? back then there was no bottled water. Like it was very rare to actually get bottled water. My gosh. Um, yeah. And he also had this irrational fear that his head might fall off while he was conducting an orchestra. I could, because you're doing mm. this so much. Yeah, you're doing, you're waving a lot of things. I could see that. So your head is going to fall off your body. I don't know what they used back then. I didn't even know they had bottled water. I thought they used machetes to conduct things. Who the fuck knows? <laughs> machetes? <laughs> well, you know what? He was weird, but a genius. I mean, God bless. That's true. A weird genius. A weird genius. Oh. All right. All Two right. to one. Sarah can tie was, it with this Sarah, last you can tie this. question. It's anyone's no game. No pressure. All right. In what country... Are Christmas trees decorated with spiders? Oh God! Is huh? it somewhere I'm not going? So. Yeah. <laughs> Is it Brazil, mm. Iceland, Ukraine, or Singapore? Mm. <sighs> I want to. I'm trying to think of like where spiders geographically would be more, but I also don't know anything about spiders, so I don't know where they would appear the most. Wait, so it's Ukraine, Singapore, Brazil, Brazil. Iceland, Brazil. Iceland. I feel it's so not Iceland's vibe. Gonna say Brazil? Hmm. I'm like thinking, I was also thinking Brazil, but then I don't want to get, maybe I do guess the same thing strategically. Ooh. 
because my friend is from Singapore. And one time we went to a lot of Christmas markets when we were in France. I just feel like it would have come up at, the, at that point. That's actually true. Yeah. And then Iceland. Also, my roommate went there. And again, I, I do feel as though it would have come up. So I'm down to Ukraine versus Brazil. And I feel you the Ukraine, my reasoning, I don't know if this would help you. My reasoning is like the Ukraine was so close to like, I, oh, I actually don't know if this is true, but like where like Christmas started. So like maybe I don't feel like they wouldn't like, they would do the traditional fixings with it. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to go also with Brazil. Let's see. The correct answer is Ukraine. No! Oh! <laughs> yeah. Blew it. Damn. You were close, Sarah, but... Again, no cigar. No cigar. Um, apparently, this is, it's pretty common in Ukraine. Why? Like, what? It all comes from a folktale of a poor family who found a pine cone in the middle of summer. And they were like, oh, we can't buy a tree, so let's just plant this one, and then we'll have a tree for Christmas. So oh, okay. they took care of this tree. It grew up, and it was beautiful by the time Christmas came around, but they had no money to decorate it. So by the time Christmas rolled around, it was actually covered in cobwebs because they were very Aww. poor. Aww. But they woke up on Christmas Day, and when the sun hit the tree and the cobwebs, they all turned to silver and gold, and they wow. never hmm. lived in poverty again. Okay, love okay. that. So That's- nowadays, in order you know to commemorate this folktale, people put like little cute little cobwebs on their trees to decorate well, them and little spiders. Adorable. That's kind of cute. Like live. Oh, so they're not live spiders. No. Oh my god! You thought they were live? <laughs> I, I, I didn't ah. fucking know. I was like, this is terrifying. Yeah. Oh god. Oh my god. Okay, now. Okay, now this is adorable. <laughs> I, mean, I love that. It is a good thing though that Amy Carlson didn't live in Ukraine, or else the crime scene might have looked a lot different. Ugh, even well. scarier oh, somehow. God. Oh my god. The, then the two-year-old would have been fucking traumatized for extra life. I know. Really. Right? <laughs> Well, Danny, really? you are the winner of Slay What? Mariah <laughs> <laughs> Carey. Oh, I love that. Well, thank you, Jorge. Oh, that was a fun you. game. I feel like fun. I learned a lot. I don't know. I want like mold wine. Yes. Because that's like Christmas Eve in my mind. Yes. Go have a nice hot chocolate. It's 70 degrees. <laughs> I'm just like sitting outside with like a spider on me. I'm like, it's Ukrainian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, totally. Well, I think that about wraps up this episode. Um, like we said before, please rate, review, and subscribe. Go follow us on Instagram at Not Another True Crime and join our Facebook group. It's called Not Another True Crime Group. Answer the questions. Just mention you listen to the podcast. I'll let you in. It's a fun time. It's a party. We it talk really about fun. our cases. We talk about multi-level marketing. It's and it's a blast. It's a blast. Yeah, we love it. And also, you can follow me on Instagram at Sarah Lameem. You can follow me at Cashmere Danny Cashmere with a K. And we will be in your ear next week. Not Another True Crime Podcast is produced by Jorge Morales Pico and Sean Kilby. Our hosts are Sarah Levine and Danny Murphy. Editing by Jorge Morales Pico. Social media by Sarah Levine. Be sure to follow at NATC Pod on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And send us your emails to NATC at Betches.com. Betches.